the Swiss Army Knife. Have you ever seen that? It is a pocket-sized marvel, unassuming at first glance. But with a simple flip, it reveals an array of versatile tools. A blade for slicing through string, a corkscrew for that impromptu wine celebration, and miniature screwdrivers for quick fixes. Now, here's the fascinating part. Just as the Swiss Army Knife packs a multitude of solutions into one compact package, there exists a financial counterpart that's equally versatile, adaptable, and invaluable. Personal loans. These loans, much like the Swiss Army Knife, offer a variety of financial tools to help you conquer the complexities of your monetary journey. Whether you're looking to consolidate debt, embark on home improvements, pursue further education, or manage unexpected expenses, personal loans are your all-in-one financial solution. But here's a word of caution. While personal loans are indeed versatile and can serve as a valuable financial tool in many situations, they are not without their risks and responsibilities. It's important to understand the nuances of personal loans, including their terms, interest rates, and repayment options before diving into the world of borrowed money. I'm your host, Ashish Chavla. Welcome to another episode of Temperament by One Finance, where we explore emotions and biases and their effect on the way we handle our money. Our aim is to help you avoid costly mistakes by giving you practical financial knowledge that helps you make smarter financial decisions. Personal loans in India are experiencing a significant surge in popularity, with the numbers on a steady rise. The RBI has sounded the alarm about the increasing prevalence of personal loans in October of this year. To put this in perspective, according to a report by the Indian Express, the total credit extended to this segment reached Rs 47.7 lakh crores in August 2023 up from Rs 36.47 lakh crores in August 2022. From April 23 to August 23, credit to the personal loan sector grew from Rs 40.85 lakh crores to Rs 47.7 lakh crores, marking a substantial 16.8% increase compared to the 7% growth seen during the same period the previous year. The most recent data from RBI highlights that the share of personal loans in total non-food credit reached an all-time high of 30% in financial year 23. For the third consecutive year, the personal loans segment has held the position of the largest component of bank credit, surpassing industrial credit, which had been the undisputed leader for decades. It is evident that we Indians are increasingly relying on personal loans to fulfill our aspirations and financial needs. However, as with any financial instrument, they require careful consideration, responsible borrowing, and a thorough research. By understanding the nuances of personal loans and being diligent in your financial planning, you can harness the power of this financial Swiss Army knife to achieve your goals and conquer the complexities of your financial life. In this episode, I'll be diving deep into the world of personal loans. I'll explore the various institutions that offer personal loans, discuss how to select the right lender, break down the application process, and help you find the loan that's the perfect fit for you. Additionally, I'll take an in-depth look at credit scores, covering tips on maintaining a strong score, understanding how different institutions assess it, and much more. I'll be joined by experts who will help us demystify the realm of personal loans. All this and more, coming up on the other side. My first guest on the show is Yashoraj Tyagi, who is the CEO of Kashi a platform that offers a wide range of consumer lending products 
including personal loans. A personal loan, an unsecured borrowing option for individuals, has historically been predominantly provided by traditional brick and mortar banks. However, the lending landscape is undergoing a significant transformation because of the emergence of online lenders and the integration of AI-based technologies. At the forefront of these developments, Yashoraj offers interesting insights into the evolving financial landscape. Digital lending, which has just exploded in India in the last seven to eight years, the rates of uh, you know smartphone penetration, internet penetration has given a massive spike to digital lending. And that largely, obviously, is unsecured in nature. Uh, and this is really the shift away from the brick and mortar model that has happened, uh, that you can sit anywhere in any part of the country and apply uh, a loan from a lender who would also be situated in any other part of the country with no aspect of visiting a branch or anything like that involved, no tedious paperwork involved, everything being online uh, and fully digital in nature. And what really draws me to what we try to do at Cashy is this entire premise of doing lending in an alternate manner because with all this talk about lending, with all this talk about digital lending in particular, uh, India is still a very credit-starved country. And that is largely because uh, historically, there was very limited uh, digital footprints available, very limited financial footprints available for the masses in India. Uh, and uh, obviously, India traditionally before 2008 was not at all credit scored, uh, which means your civil scores and Equifax scores of the world, which gives your, which people call as a bureau score, simply didn't exist. And even right now, the coverage is very minimal as people say that only 10% of India actually has a, a civil score and only 10% of those who have one have a score good enough for a money to be lent by a bank. So all these formal financial institutions in the country, if they're servicing 1-2% of your overall population, where do the rest go? Right? Either they do not get their credit needs fulfilled or they go to the you know loan shops of the world and borrow at usurious rates. So this idea that you can use AI on alternative data sets coming from everyday behavior of folks, everyday transaction, buying, spending habits, everyday phone metadata of customers, if you can sort of leverage that and uh, you know, create an alternative lending paradigm that allows you to use an AI-based code to lend to folks who were locked out of credit earlier and expand this entire uh, domain of uh, finance in India, which is truly financial inclusion. Unlike secured loans, like a mortgage or an auto loan, which are backed by collateral, the home or the car, personal loans are not secured by any specific asset. Instead, they are approved based on the borrower's creditworthiness, income and ability to repay the loan. They often have a quicker approval process compared to other loans like mortgages, which can be more complex and time-consuming. Another source of personal loans that is gaining importance is peer-to-peer -peer lending. P2P is a method of lending money to individuals through online platforms. It allows individuals who need personal loans to borrow money from a group of investors, cutting out traditional financial institutions such as banks or credit unions. Peer-to-peer -peer lending offers benefits for both borrowers and investors. Borrowers may find it easier to obtain personal loans at competitive interest rates, especially if they have good credit. Investors, on the other hand, have the opportunity to earn returns by lending their money to individuals, potentially achieving higher returns compared to traditional saving accounts or investments. However, P2P lending also comes with certain risks, such as the potential for borrowers to default on their loans. It's essential for both borrowers and investors to carefully evaluate the terms and risks associated with P2P lending before participating in these platforms. Now, because securing a personal loan can be relatively straightforward from various sources, as I shared earlier, it should not lead you to apply for the loan haphazardly to fulfill any whim or aspiration. Instead, a cautious 
and well-planned approach is essential when seeking such financial assistance. I would actually look at the look at the macro picture first, right? Like being and worked in the US for some time, you can't help but sort of figure out that there is a very stark difference when it comes to personal finance management between uh, you know Western countries and and India in in terms of how credit led personal finance in the US is right now, right? You know, there's taking credit for or taking loan for any daily use cases are also not much of an afterthought for people. They just go ahead and take loss for almost every other thing. And hence, the levels of personal debt in the US are also fairly high. On the other side, you have India where uh, loans were traditionally considered to be a taboo and uh, people would think twice, thrice about before deciding to do anything of that sort. What has happened in the last 10 years really is that India has moved from an economy where credit was a taboo to an economy where people don't shy away from having a healthy mix of credit uh, to achieve their personal, personal ambitions. Now, this is where how pragmatic or how uh, you know prudent one's financial planning is comes into play. That while personal loans are a great way to sort of be able to to obviously tide over short-term emergencies, where it's a no-brainer that you feel that there are medical expenses involved, there are uh, you know things like hospital bills involved, or there are personal ex- other personal expenses involved, wherein you know the amount of personal equity available to people is just not enough to tide over. Uh, their classes at hand, then obviously makes sense for people to be able to borrow money, albeit the uh, interest rates being favorable to to the borrower. On the other side, when it comes to having a lifestyle finance by debt, that's really where I feel it becomes very important for people to understand that what kind of debt they're getting into. Uh, that do they really understand that you know the the terms and conditions associated with that form of credit? Because if you understand, a lot of credit is now, when use case specific, it is also given at the part of sale. It could be you walking into a car showroom and walking out with a car on a loan. Or it could be walking into a consumer durable shop and buying a refrigerator on EMIs. So do people really understand that uh, it's not it's not that, you know, you've bought something which is unaffordable to you uh, at an interest rate that is also very difficult for you to service just because at that point of time, it looked like you wouldn't have to fulfill that obligation. Right. So, so while they are a great way to meet personal ambitions, personal aspirations about buying XYZ, you know, having XYZ experiences, it is important that people, while doing it, also very well understand the terms and conditions associated, associated with those notes in terms of repayment patterns, interest rates, processing fees, and everything. Understanding the terms and conditions of any financial commitment, particularly when it comes to personal loans, is of prime importance. One of the key factors to consider is the interest rate which represents the cost of borrowing and is typically expressed as an annual percentage rate, APR. The loan term signifies the duration of the loan and is commonly stated in months or years. Loan terms can vary widely, with common options ranging from 1 to 5 years, although they may be longer or shorter depending on your needs. Another crucial aspect to take into account is the monthly payment, which is the fixed amount you are obligated to pay each month to gradually repay the loan over the agreed-upon term. Now, when discussing loans, the conversation is incomplete without addressing credit scores. Your credit score is like a financial report card, reflecting your history of managing credit and debt. Apparently, lenders often use this score as a major factor in determining whether to approve your loan application and also what terms to offer you. Here's a thought to ponder. How much do you know about your own credit score? Have you ever checked it? And do you understand the factors that can impact it positively or negatively? Furthermore, 
Have you ever wondered how lenders evaluate your credit worthiness beyond just the numerical score? For a comprehensive understanding of your credit score, credit history, and practices for managing personal loans in the context of your holistic financial planning, I recommend seeking guidance from the qualified financial advisors at One Finance. Now, to demystify the intricate realm of credit scores and their profound impact on our financial well-being, I welcome you to join me in the upcoming segment. In this next part, I'll be in conversation with the credit score expert, Parijat Garg, who will help clarify any doubts you may have about the nuances of credit scores. Additionally, my discussion with Yashoraj will continue, delving into topics such as the art of selecting the most suitable lender, loan terms, and the various hidden charges that we need to be aware of, and much, much more. I look forward to connecting with you on the other side. Investment in securities market are subject to market risks. Read all related documents carefully before investing. The securities quoted are for illustration only and are not recommendatory.